tuning in to Microbiome Matters, a podcast for healthcare professionals and researchers brought to you by Yakult Science. This podcast aims to share latest research and insights from experts about the science behind our gut microbiome. Hi, I'm Nev. And I'm Britt. And we're the hosts of Microbiome Matters. Before we get started, we'd like to say thanks for tuning in, and we hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you're enjoying listening, we'd really appreciate if you could rate the Microbiome Matters podcast on your streaming app and share it with your friends and colleagues. This will really help us to reach more people. That's it from us. Back to the episode. Hi, I'm Nev. And I'm Brett. And welcome back to another episode of the Microbiome Matters podcast. Today we have with us Vari Keel a senior performance nutritionist with the English Institute of Sport. Vari has been working at the highest level of elite and professional sport since 2006 and is currently the lead nutritionist for British gymnastics and Great Britain snow sports. Over the years, Vari has supported a variety of elite athletes from different sports. Vari also provides technical lead support at the EIS through her work with British swimming and gymnastics. She is also a practitioner portfolio assessor panel member for the Sport and Exercise Nutrition Register, the regulatory body for performance nutritionists and dietitians. Today, she'll be chatting with us about her role at EIS and sharing some practical applications of performance nutrition. Thank you for joining us today, Vari. Thanks for having me. So our first question for you, we'd like to learn more about your role at the EIS. What does your day to day look like? Um, I guess I'm very fortunate in that my role is is varied. Um, there's no two two days are the same, so um, it it might include a range of tasks. The ones that you you'd assume, such as one to one support with athletes, coaches, and or their parents, um, groups, education sessions. So whether that's practical sessions, cooking, shopping, that sort of thing, or workshops that we might run and uh, meal planning, report writing, note keeping, those kind of things. So those are kind of the typical things you might think of. But um, there's also a lot of sort of collaborations between our sports science and medicine and our coaching department, either directly within British Gymnastics. So very fortunate to have quite a big team, such as um, uh, medical um, uh, practitioners, psychologists, physiology, strength and conditioning coaches, um, physiotherapists, performance lifestyle advisors, um, biomechanists, so, you know, experts within their field that we can link in with to discuss either performance um, uh, strategies or something that might be linked more to injury recovery um, getting people back into training as quickly as possible. And then it might also extend outside of the wider British gymnastics team. So we might look at um, collaborations within the wider EIS community. So with my discipline, I might link a little bit more with um, medical practitioners and physiologists or our other nutrition um, practitioners within the, within the institute. Or we might look to, um, I, I communicate with other external researchers who are experts in their field. So whether that's something related to uh, bone health or gut health or um, something to do with, we, we might 
refer out for more psychological related eating disorders um, such as um, disordered eating or actual eating disorders or um, more kind of um, disturbances of the gastro system that might be more clinical related. Great. Sounds like you're involved in a lot of different things, working with a lot of different professionals and experts. So as mentioned in your bio, you're currently the lead nutritionist for the British Gymnastics and Great Britain Snow Sports teams. What are some of the key nutrition considerations within these groups? So I'll probably split it down into snow sports. They're quite quite different sports. So snow sports, we have more challenges surrounding the, the elements, the environment, so the cold and the altitude. So looking at things to do with um, energy consumption, energy availability, uh, iron status. Um, naturally, in snow sports, it's quite a dangerous sport. So the, there'll be a lot of injuries. So linking in with um, the, the physios and those involved in, in rehab, strength and conditioning coaches um, to look at how nutrition impacts on various stages of, of the injury repair to return to training. Um, so I think within gymnastics, we also have quite a strong element of, of the, the injury challenges. We have the added complexity that our athletes are quite young. So they have um, a lot of challenges around, you know, just fitting things in. Simply their days are busy. They're getting up, they're going to school and then they come straight to training. Some of them travel a lot. So, you know, by the time they get home, it's nine, 10 o'clock and they just need to get to bed to make sure they get sufficient sleep. So it's trying to fit in their food around all of this and, and make sure they stay healthy and, and get what they need because they're young, they're growing, they're developing. So there's a there's a lot of challenges around that. Um, and then supporting the parents to enable them to support their children and, and the gymnasts to get to training and, and feed properly when they're also busy with their work. So um, so there's a lot of more sort of logistical considerations to think about with, with gymnastics. Um, we do have um, more challenges surrounding gastro issues than we do in, in snow sports um, and more so within our, our particular discipline of trampolining. Um, elements around the female athlete health such as menstrual cycle and um, pelvic floor. Uh, we have the natural ones that you might consider, such as body images um, and performance with body composition. So, um, yeah, it's, there's, a, there's a range of different elements to consider with both sports. They, they both have unique challenges and they both have challenges that cross over, um, as all sports do, with, with kind of injury and, and recovery and staying healthy. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear about all of those considerations and how varied it is between those sports too. Uh, we also have heard about your collaboration with our Yakult Science team and your colleague Lucy Wainwright. You have just released an ebook case series titled The Athlete Gut Microbiota Practical Nutrition Strategies to Support the Athlete's Gut and Immune Health. In this ebook, you provided examples of nutrition strategies used or that you have used to support varied athlete groups, such as some of those that you mentioned, like British gymnastics. In these case studies, you look at different situations that might challenge the athlete gut and immune health. And as you mentioned, the microbiota immune axes in the book. Could you explain to us briefly what this is? Yeah, I mean, the microbiota immune axis um, simply refers to the way in which our gut microbiota regulates immune parameters. So especially around um, systemic immune responses, potentially inflammatory responses there and um, impacting even on areas such as the gut, the gut brain axis. So it impacts so many areas of the body, but from an immune perspective. 
that are um, specific uh, tissues, specific cells that lie within the, the gut system, known as the gut-associated lymphoid tissue. Um, and this all responds to um, sort of antigens within our food, uh, responds to our, our gut microbiomes. And so there's a, there's a varying uh, various signals that, that come from the foods that we eat and, and the microbiota that are already within our gut that support the, the development and the function of both our innate and our adaptive immune cell functions. Um, and, and how these these balance out and uh, the link there with, with kind of pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory cytokines to influence inflammatory conditions within the body. So in the book, it's been mentioned that intense training can challenge the athlete's immune system. And you've provided a case study on supporting British women's gymnastics team during a training camp. What are some of the key nutrition strategies that you focus on in this case? Yeah, so so our athletes train, at, you know, as with with a lot of elite, elite athletes, the the intensity and the frequency uh, and the duration which they train at just it, it always puts a challenge with like on their body, and and naturally to be able to sustain this kind of volume and this this intensity, they need to be healthy. Um, so we look at a, a, a wide variety of, of areas that could impact on their their general health and this could be so in gymnastics we we do focus a lot on gut health and we um we have probiotic rich drinks available for them and foods for them to consume when they're on site and we recommend those um, foods and those drinks to be consumed when they're away from the elite training center some of them may use more specific probiotic capsules as well because they do a lot of traveling and and often these the probiotic drinks they they're not they can't be traveled with um we might look at prebiotic fibers within their their diet so um foods to help support um an improved gut microbiome um and potentially their additional supplements that can support that as well um, we we look at general fueling and recovery strategies because they all impact on on general health and um, diet quality and nutrient intake is is super important. Um, we also look at elements to do with rest and sleep, making sure they're getting sufficient sleep, good quality sleep to allow them to stay healthy. And, and other elements might be related to sort of fluid consumption and the impact that that can have on, on general immune health. So there's a there's quite a wide variety of, of areas that we might look at and um, different elements that we might take into consideration for the specific athlete. And sometimes we need to, as I mentioned before, we need to refer out to get more clinical support with that, particularly people who have other complications such as celiac disease. That's really interesting to hear how that works in practice and some of those strategies you might use with the athletes. We've got one last question for you today um, and it's more about you actually so a bit bit more personal. Um, What is one thing that you do to look after your guts? It's it's a tricky question because there's no one thing that really um, impacts on gut. There's a combination of factors. I, I, I just sort of truly believe that there's a range of different things that can help you there. And so for me, if I had to really narrow it down, I could probably give you two options. And, and one of them is that I consume a lot of plant-based fiber-rich foods. Um, and also I consume a lot of um, probiotic-rich dairy products. So those are my kind of two key key nutritional factors there to keep me healthy. Oh, that's great. I guess diet is one of the major uh, factors that does influence the gut microbiota. So it makes sense that that's something that you try to incorporate in your daily life as well. Yeah, that's important to me. (laughs) 
Well, thank you for joining us today and telling us all about what you do at EIS and also the microbiota immune axis and how you use nutritional strategies to support athlete health. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. For more information and to sign up for future episodes of our Microbiome Matters podcast, go to yakult.co.uk forward slash HCP.